Good day, everyone. <laughs> My name is Christian. I am. It's a. It is a good day the Lord has made. I'm excited to be here today. I'm excited to be part of what God is doing. Um, my sincere apologies. This podcast has been on hold for a minute, and um, I cannot. Uh, I don't have any excuse, you know. Although we want to blame it on the business and the activities of life, but um, it's not an excuse whatsoever. Um, um, we just want to dive back into our. Our series, The Lord is My Shepherd, and today we're going to be looking at uh, verse 4 and 5. Um, I want you to get ready for the next chapter. A woman of God will be joining us on the next podcast. My wife, my beloved wife. So she will be joining us on the on the next podcast. So you all get ready. It's about to be explosive. Um... Thank you very much for your time. And let's say a quick prayer. Our Heavenly Father will give you all the glory. We'll give you all the honor. What a powerful God you are. What a wonderful God you are. We give you we exalt your holy name. We bow down before your majesty. What an awesome God you are. What a powerful God you are. We worship you. We exalt you. Thank you for being God. <laughs> if men were God, we will be nowhere to be found. We won't be, be able to afford the air we breathe or the water we drink. But this you have given us flurry. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. Thank you, ancient of days. We love you. The Bible says that the entrance of your world giveth light. Let your light shine upon anyone that's going to listen to this podcast today. I pray that your anointing will rest upon us. I pray that your auction to speak will fall upon me. And whoever receives this will be blessed. In the name of Jesus Christ. We give you all the glory, Lord. To you be all the adoration. In Jesus' name we are praying. Amen. My lovely people, thank you again for for joining me on this podcast. I am excited to be here. I know you are excited to hear my voice. We, uh, the Lord is doing marvelous things, and the Lord is using people, and the Lord is doing great things. And um, I want us to um, to look at our our series that we've been trying to finish. You know, God will help us to finish this. We're gonna look at verse four and verse five. Um. Verse 4 is, even though I walk through the valley, um, okay, I'm going to be reading from uh, the New International Version, okay? Even, th- even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Amen. Let me unpack verse 4, first of all. Remember, the question we're asking us ourselves is, who is your shepherd? Can the Lord hear your voice and identify you as his sheep? Can you hear the Lord's voice and identify the voice of your, of, of, of your shepherd? Based on the life you're living? Based on what you're doing right now as I'm talking to you? Will the Lord look at you and say, this is my own? Will the Lord look at you and say, this is my sheep? Based on your characters, 
based on your inter- interaction with people, the way you carry yourself. They said, let the world see Jesus in you. You're supposed to be a representative of your shepherd. Um, if you missed um, any of the, if you missed any of the, uh, our series, please go back. I encourage you to go back, you know, to um, the verse 1, verse 2, verse 3, where we talked about the Lord my shepherd, I shall not lack. He makes me the ladder in green pastures. He leads me beside the still water. He refreshes my soul. He guides me to the right path for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil. Now, for his name's sake, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil. So that means no matter what situation of life you are in, no matter how dark where you are looks right now, no matter how dark it is right now, no matter how depressed you are right now, no matter how broke your bank account is right now, no matter how much you're struggling in school right now, right? No matter how much you're dealing with that sickness right now, the Bible says that even though I walk through the darkest valley, <laughs> even though I walk through the darkest valley, it does not matter how dark that value is. No matter how dark it is, it doesn't matter how that situation is, how difficult that situation is. It does not matter. If you have the Lord as your shepherd, if you have the Lord as your protector, if you have the Lord as your guide, you will not fear any evil. I remember one time when I was dealing with this woman, I was talking with this lady that had um, a terminal disease. I'm not going to glorify that disease by calling its name. But I had a terminal disease and I was talking to her and I said, Ma'am, why do you have so much hope? Why do you, why you sound happy? So many people would drown themselves in depression for what is going on with them right now. I didn't know what that lady answered me. I would never forget. She said, as long as I have God by my side, Two things are going to happen. It's either I defeat this sickness and I get healed. Or this sickness takes my life and I go to spend my eternity with my father. Oh. I looked in myself and I wept and I said, oh my God, what is perspective to have? As long as she's concerned, it's a win-win situation. As long as she was concerned, it's either... You know, I leave this world and go to spend my time with my father, or I defeat this sickness. It was a win-win situation for her. But some of us, you know, if we're in that situation, if we're in that situation, we'll be crying and screaming and shouting at God. We'll be yelling and screaming. We'll be scared. We'll have fear. The fear in us is going to be so huge. In fact, we take it out on people that are around us because of how scared you are, because of the anxiety you have. You take it out, you take it out on your, your sister, your husband, your wife, your siblings who are there to support you because of how scared you are. You max that anxiety That's with, 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 with violence. You max it with... Um, with, with, with uh, how, do, how do I put it? You you just max it up. You hide that fear, and you know attack people who are there to support you. Even attack the Lord who has been with you from the onset. I hope I'm speaking to somebody today. No matter how dark that valley is, the Bible said. The Bible said, even though I walk through the darkest valley, oh, it doesn't matter how long that valley is. 
It does not matter how long that valley is and how much time you've spent on that valley. It does not matter how long it is. It does not matter how dark it is. It does not matter how much you are of what you are dealing with right now. So many of you have invested money in some business ventures and it ended up not coming out right. You have invested a lot of money in these business ventures and it ended up disappointing you. Some people, people have duped you and duped you of all your hard-earned money. And then you're looking at God and said, is this what it's going to be like? You, you, so many of you have been hit with a, a particular disease, one disease or the other, and you question God. Let me remind you of what happened with Job. The Bible said Job lost everything that he had. And one day, he fought, in fact, he lost everything so much he was so sick that he had sore on his body. You know what that means? Like he had wounds all over his body. He had sore and pores coming out of his body. And that man still could not curse God. Even to the extent that his wife came to him and said, Would he not curse God and die? <laughs> I'm speaking to somebody today. Some of you have cultivated the habit of cursing God. And every slightest opposition that you have, and every slightest situation that it is, you have you have you have you have cultivated the habit of cursing God. Why don't you curse God and die? That's what, they, what, what that's what she asked him. Oh, so how much I love Job. Oh, how much I love Job. How many of us can respond today like Job to that circumstance? Can I talk to you about Jabez? Jabez was born into suffering. He, in fact, his mother named him Jabez. His name was named Suffering and bitterness and pain because of the because of the sorrow she went through before giving in Jabez. So Jabez already came into the world defeated. Already came into the world with a with a with a stigma, with a stigma of pain and suffering but what did jabez do aha jabez said and said oh lord that thou mayest enlarge my coast oh let me give you a second to to think about this the bible says in the book of first chronicles chapter 4 verse 10 and he said, and Jabez called upon the name of God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you mothers bless me and enlarged my coast, and that your right hand may be upon me, and that you will keep me from harm, so that it might not bring me pain. The Bible said, and God granted him what he asked. Some of us who have been in Jabez's situation will have started cursing at our mothers. We started cursing out the, the, our mothers, cursing out on God, taking it out on the whole world, blaming the whole world for their problems. Instead of going down on your knees to your shepherd. I said, Lord, I know you are leading me through this. Lord, I know you are leading me through this situation. Lord, I know you are, I know I'm going through this. I know you are going, I'm going through this. Lord, I know that I'm going through this. 
But because I know you are guiding me. Because I know you are guiding me. I shall fear no evil. This sickness is defeated. This business venture is going to succeed. Whatever I lay my hands upon is going to to prosper. I'm going to excel in my job. I'm going to excel in everything that I do. There's a saying that says, at the darkest moment comes the light. So the question I have for you today is, are you going to respond like Jabez? And say, Lord, you are my shepherd. You are my shepherd. And therefore, I shall not want. And therefore, do I walk into this valley? I don't care to know how long that you have been in that valley for. I will fear no evil. The confidence that I have. And the reason I will fear no evil doesn't mean that there is no evil in existence. Get my point. This does not mean that there is no evil in existence. It does not mean that you are not being attacked. It does not mean that you are not being faced with challenges of life. It does not mean that. It does not mean that whatsoever. But the reason I am confident is because you are with me. (laughs) Ha ha! Amen. That is the confidence we have. That you are with me. That is the confidence I have. Amen. I'm talking to somebody today. I say, what confidence do you have in God? What confidence do you have in God? What confidence do you have in God? Who is with you in that valley? In that pain you are going through right now, who is with you through it? Are you relying on humans? Are you relying on humans? Are you yelling? In fact, are you taking that on everybody around you? Or are you responding like Jabez? I said, Lord, enlarge my coast. Lord, take me out of this valley. I have confidence that you are the one leading me in this valley. I have great confidence that you are the one leading me through this valley. I have great confidence that you are the one walking me through this valley. I have great confidence that you are the one taking me through the trials and tribulations of this valley. David said, David said what? Through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. No matter what the evil is, no matter what they throw at me, no matter what the life throws at me, no matter what the government throws at me, whatever what build business throws at me, you are with me. That is the confidence that the shepherd wants to see. And then the next one says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Hey, I'm going to unpack some things about the rod and the staff today. 
You know, David the psalmist who wrote this. David the psalmist who wrote this. And this was, remember, this was the Old Testament and during the old times. You know what a staff is? The staff could be something like a scepter. You know, a walking stick. Or any kind of support, you know, that has like a prop or like a bend where people lean on. I'm trying to explain this so that you can understand where David is coming from. The staff is like a walking stick or a crutch that that someone holds to gain support. So the rod and the staff are two different things. And I'm trying to I'm going to try and explain to explain what the staff is today and the rod is. And God give, helping us. Oh, I'm out of time. I'm trying to make this podcast as, as short as possible. But at, at the same time, I'm trying to be under the submission of the Holy Spirit. The staff, one, one number one thing I needed to know about the staff is the staff gives rest. The staff gives support. So, if you look at the verse 1, it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So, we immediately, we know that the staff is a tool of the shepherd. So, what... Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. We already know that the tool and the the staff and the rod are the tools of this shepherd. So a shepherd might decide to use a, a staff as something to lean on. You know, something to, to support in times of weakness, in times when you are tired or walking. Today I'm going to ask you to ask the Lord to employ his staff for you. That will give you that rest. That will give you that, 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 that something to lean on. You're going to ask the Lord today. Lord, may you give me the staff. I don't know what the problem is. I don't care what the problem is, but you need something to lean on. That's why you have to employ the staff of the shepherd. So, for us today, right? The staff can serve as a symbol of where we can find rest. And where we can lean on the Lord. And remember, when you lean on the Lord, He will lean on you. The Bible says, Cast your burdens upon me because what? I care it for you. He cares about you. So He is both the shepherd and He. Has the staff in abundance. The second thing I want to explain to you about the staff is that the staff is our rescue. Listen to this. The staff is our rescue. So, God who is our shepherd, the Lord who happens to be our shepherd, uses his staff to rescue us from difficult and dangerous situations. So, think about this, right? In the field. Right? A shepherd will use the curly end 
of the that that bent end, they call it end of the staff, to pull a ship out of a stick. I've seen this happen so many times, right? Remember growing up in the village, right? You see people that rear sheep and stuff like that. You see a sheep getting stuck on in something, and you see the shepherd using his staff to to pull that sheep out of that difficult situation. So a shepherd will use that curly end to pull a sheep out of a thick bush or to lift it up. To pull a sheep out of that thick bush or lift it when it happens to fall or get injured. So God, God, God rescues us in the same situation. In the same instance. God rescues us in the same way. During the time of experiences and this kind of trouble, he has promised that he will be right there with us. He has promised to rescue us. Oh, I have a lot to unpack. The staff, number three, the staff is also a guide. Hey, hey. The staff is also a guide. Now, let me, uh, let, let me explain this. I remember when I was growing up, we grew up in the village, right? When the shepherd is leading his sheep into bushy areas, right? And he, he so he uses his staff to, to make way. To like, you know, when he waves it in front of him. And waves it in front of him. Waves it in front of him. Making way and clearing the bush for the sheep can pass. So it is a, it is a, it is a the, the staff is also a very handy tool. You know, a very handy tool to make sure that the sheep stay on track. Have you lost track today? Have you lost track today? Today is a day you employ the shepherd. Today is a day that you talk to your shepherd and say, please guide me with your staff. I'm giving you prayer points today. Today is that day. That you ask your shepherd, Lord, guide me with your staff. Redirect me to the right direction. And I promise you the Lord will do it. So the staff today guides us through every areas of our life. Remember the verse 2, where, verse 2 and 3, where, where he said, He leads me beside the still waters. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. The staff leads us to places where we can find peace and restoration. In the midst of chaos. There's a song that I love so much. I think my wife taught me that song. I, I cannot remember exactly how that song goes, but it, 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 it explains about the kind of joy that I have. Even in the midst of chaos. I have joy. Even in the midst of trouble, I have joy. People think I'm crazy, but I have joy. It is the responsibility of the staff to lead us to peace and restoration. Even among chaos, even in the midst of chaos in our lives, both day to day and in our daily lives, or even in long seasons, the staff will lead you onto the path where you should be able to make better choices. Now, some of us make wrong choices in life. Some of us make wrong choices in life for ourselves and for our families. It is because we have lacked the presence of the staff. So, our decision-making abilities, your decision-making ability, 
right? In unchristlike behavior. Some of us are asking, Lord, how do I behave like you? How do I be like you? How do I walk like you? How do I talk like you? How do I, you know, respond like you? How do I act like you? It, you, it is the responsibility of the staff. Are you getting my point? So we are depend. We should be dependent on God's staff. Who happens to be a shepherd? Without it, we would never find rest and peace. I'm telling you, without without it, you would never find rest and peace. So it's important that if you're looking to something to lean on, if you're looking for that place of peace and restoration, you lean onto the staff. If you're looking to, if you're thinking, oh, I've been in the right, in the wrong direction. I've been in the wrong direction all this while. Ask the Lord to, ask the Lord today that he employs the power of the, of the staff upon your life. Now, let me talk about the rod. We are running out of time. Oh, my Lord. Help us. <laughs> this is exciting. I get excited when I begin to start explain these things and talk to the Lord about these things. Now, let's talk about the rod. The rod is one of the most inter- misinterpreted words in the entire Bible. And I will tell you why. Because most times... People think that the rod is only a tool of correction and discipline. The rod is also a tool of protection and a symbol of love. <laughs> Let me start with the with the harsh one. The rod is a symbol of correction and discipline. You know, we live in a world today whereby people think they can do whatever they want without discipline from God. Oh, he's an all-forgiving God. He's an all-loving God. He's an all this and all that. Yes, he is. But he's also a God of justice and discipline. He's also a God of correction. So I remember sometimes when I watched some of these shepherds guarding their sheep, sometimes some of these sheep tend to be be sometimes some of these sheep tend to be uh a, a, a disobedient they tend to be disobedient very disobedient and tend to go to the wrong direction even when the staff is trying to direct them to the right direction they see the staff making their way to the right direction but they don't want it right they don't want to see it so what happens? It is now when the time that is when the the shepherd now employs the rod. I remember when I literally would see the shepherd spank, spank the sheep. I say, "Hey, come on, get to the right direction." That is what the rod does. And you see the sheep immediately turn and you know head to the right direction. So what am I saying today? Some of us need correction in our lives. Some of us need discipline in our lives. And that is where the rod comes in. Remember what the Bible says, spare the rod and spoil the child? Now, I'm not here 
promoting abuse and all that. No, I am not here promoting that. I'm saying what I'm saying is that the Lord uses his rod sometimes to do what? To correct and discipline us. So don't think that it's all about you can do whatever you want to do. If you want the Lord to be your shepherd, make sure you're ready for that discipline and correction. Another thing I want to talk about the rod is the rod is our protection. <laughs> the rod is used to defend the sheep against predators. You see, when the shepherd, I see sometimes I see when the shepherd uses the rod to smack, you know, you know, um, uh, animals that are trying to attack the sheep. He uses it as a weapon of destruction to, 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 to destroy and chase away and scatter any kind of predator that tries to come and grab one of his sheep. Remember, the sheep are not very smart <laughs> as an animal. So it is up to the shepherd to adequately defend his flock. So a very nice, shaped, solid, you know, weapon, like a rod, is used to defend them against their enemies. So sometimes, you know, we fight our enemies. Why do you think that Jesus has asked us to love our enemies? He asked us to love our enemies. Because he knows that it's not up to us to fight our enemies. It is not up to you. To fight your enemies. Let me repeat that. It is not up to you to fight your enemies. It is not up to you to protect yourself from your enemies. It is up to your shepherd. It is the shepherd's responsibility to defend his flock against any enemies and enemy any attack. So the rock is also a symbol of God's protection. So, anything you're going through today and you need protection for, ask the Lord that the symbol of the rock will rest upon me. That the symbol of the rod will rest upon my household. That is a symbol of protection. Amen. It's also a symbol of love. Looking at the rod as a symbol of love. And the purpose of this rod is to, is, is, as a symbol of love, is to warn you Look at the book of Leviticus chapter 27 verse 32. Right? Leviticus chapter 27. I don't have time to read that, but I will explain what it says. So a rod was used by the priest to count the tithes. Shepherd used this same methodology to count their flock. So you see a shepherd using the rod to count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. To count all his sheep. Sometimes the sheep will, will hold out his rod and have all the sheep, all the sheep pass under it one at a time. You know, they go one. I see. This is a very interesting scenario when you watch it. All right. So as they're going, he's counting them. He's making sure that they are doing okay. He's looking at them and looking at them. Okay, you're doing okay. You're not injured. He's, you know, he's checking out on them, making sure that one that they are complete, and number two is that they are all healthy. There's no injury. There's nothing whatsoever. So, my beloved, 
Are you a sheep of the Most High? Is the Lord your shepherd? Remember that the staff and the rod are both part of the same tool. But they have different responsibilities. Both working together in God's gentle hands. Just to remind us of his everlasting faithfulness and love. So as children of God, as the ships of the Most High, you can take a deep breath in that situation. Even right now as you're listening to me, you can take a deep breath, a sigh of relief, knowing that he's always with us, knowing that he's always protecting us, knowing that he's always guiding us, knowing that he's always offering us a place of peace and rest. So, my beloved, the staff and the rod are precious tools in the gentle hands of, of the shepherd. So, it is important for us today as we round up to understand that if the Lord is your shepherd, then you don't have, there's no cause for alarm. I don't know what you are going through right now. But as I pray with you to round up, I pray that the Holy Spirit will minister to you. That the angels of the worst time will go on assignment right now, ministering to you. That the effectiveness of the power of the Holy Spirit will rest upon you. That the understanding of the Most High will rest upon you. That most of all, for peace to rest upon you. One of my favorite chapters of the Bible, remember when the, when the disciples were on the boat? The Bible said there was a storm and the, the boat was shaking. There was heavy storm. What happened? The shepherd was asleep. But the disciples were running up on another and they came to him and said, Lord, carest not doubt that we perish? I don't know what is that storm of your life right now. That storm of your life that is shaking you. Shaking you, moving you vigorously. Have you called upon your shepherd? First of all, are you in that are you in that problem, that situation with the right shepherd? Are you in that situation with the right shepherd? If you are in that situation with the Lord Jesus Christ, the second question I ask you is, have you called upon him? Even the disciples know to call upon him. And Jesus Christ looked upon them and said, Oh ye of little faith. And the Bible said he commanded the storm and the wind to cease. Listen. The Bible recorded and said there was calmness. And they began to wonder what manner of man is this that even the seas and the ocean and the winds respect him and hear his voice. That is how powerful your shepherd is. 
The question is, instead of wallowing in anxiety and being uh, wallowing, crying about it and wallowing in depression and complaining about it and screaming about it and shouting about it and taking it out on people around you and screaming about it, the question is, have you done the most important thing which is calling upon your shepherd? He has the ability to speak to that situation. He has the ability to speak to that situation and peace will be still. And calmness will result. And that sickness will be, will be delivered. And that, and that situation will be solved. Brethren, let's anchor upon the shepherd. Let's trust upon his tools. Let's believe. As I round up this podcast today, I want to ask you, I want to ask you a question. And you honestly answer that question. It's a question I've always been asking since the beginning of this podcast, of this series. Who is your shepherd? Who is your shepherd? Remember, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil because you are with me. Because the shepherd is with me. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father will give you all the glory. Thank you, Jehovah Nisi. Thank you, Jehovah Jireh. Thank you, Jehovah Shekinah the glory. The I am that I am. The first and the last. The very good shepherd. In your gentle arms, you guide us. With your tool of your rod and your staff, you comfort us. You give us a place of restoration. You give us a place of peace. This you have offered us, if only we choose to be your, your sheep. The Bible says, I know my sheep. And my sheep know my voice. Help us to be those, those kind of sheep. That will know your voice. That will obey your voice. That will follow the direction of the staff. Thank you, Ocean of Days. I pray for anyone who is listening under the sound of my voice. Who is in a particular situation. And has called upon you today. Asking you to show up for them. Father, I pray that you adopt them into your flock today. And you help them and navigate them with the staff. Navigate them and show them love with the rod. And protect them against their enemies with the rod. And guide them with the staff into the right direction. As many as people who have decided today that you, they will become your shepherd. They will become your sheep. Father, adopt them as your flock. And take care of them in the whole of your hands. Thank you, Ocean of Days. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to pray for you. If you want to give your life to Christ. With some of you, I wanted to give your life to Christ. I want you to say this short prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I come to you with a broken heart. 
I said, Lord, have mercy upon me. Forgive me of my sins. And help me turn away from my evil ways. Say, Lord, today, I come to you. And I accept you as my Lord and my personal Savior. I accept you as my shepherd. I accept that you died on the cross of Calvary for me. Redeem me. Help me. And restore me. In Jesus' name, we are praying. If you said that short prayer, welcome to the fold. Welcome to the fold. I'm excited. We're excited to have you in this fold. The Lord never abandons his own. So until next time, I speak to you again. Uh, send your testimonies coming. Um, we have an email address in the description. If you want us to read out your testimony uh, during this podcast, please go ahead and send it send it our way. I will make sure we read it. Like I said, the next time you'll be hearing the voice of a powerful woman of God who has to, who happens to be my wife, I will be talking and ex- expatiating up on the table. So please, I implore you to come with me and the Lord will do you really good. Amen. Thank you. And I will see you on the next episode. God bless you. Amen.